What up, what up, what up, what up? Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Christina. And I don't have Deja Maya with me, which means we have a guest. I am so excited for this conversation because Deja Maya and I have talked a lot about intersectionality and bringing more to the black experience than just our own experiences, which tend to be very parallel um, when we have this show. So as y'all know, I've turned up a couple of times at Nova Hollow Wednesdays and well, not even a couple. I'm there pretty much every week um, at Nova Hollow Wednesdays. And I am here with like the pioneer, Mr. Flygerian himself. Yo, yo, yo. We got Jeff in the building full yeah. of black magic. Stand up. We yes. in the motherfucking building, man. Yes. So I'm really excited for this conversation because, oh, you know what? I totally forgot to say this. Welcome to the Black Magic Podcast. We're black every year, every month, every day, hour, minute, silent. And we celebrate that shit 24 7, 365. <laughs> it's a continuous thing. Yeah. All right, so now we got Jeff. <laughs> we have Jeff in the building. And for those of you guys who know Jeff, you know Jeff for he wears a lot of hats. I've seen you do a lot of stuff. Talk, yeah. yeah, you do you do a lot. Uh so, well I start I actually used to bartend for the uh for the event. Um originally when we started um Noah Hollow Wednesdays, I was bartending it. Then after bartending it, started emceeing it, do a little bit of DJing, and you know, basically just curating it. But I mean, it takes a lot, you know what I'm saying? Like, definitely couldn't have done it without um, the team that I have, you know, regardless of uh, how well it does. Juan G, DJ. Yes, Osaki, my favorite DJ. Yes. Damo, um, Aronika, Masunda. <clears throat> Gus, Andrew, MMB Films. So it definitely takes a lot. There's no way that, you know what I'm saying, I do it by myself, but it's definitely, uh, it's come to be a great thing, you know? And I think of the team, I've only met two. So I got we got to rectify that. Yeah, I didn't realize, in there for sure. I don't, re I didn't realize how, I knew you had a squad because yeah. that, it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing experience to have every single Wednesday. Right. And, I didn't recognize, so let's shout those people. I know Osaki Bomb, mm. and of course, DJ Wom, my favorite DJ. Mm. But everybody else that's behind you, that's insane. So mm. how did No Wahala come about? Well, first, what does No Wahala mean? Uh, no Wahala means um, no worries or no problems, no trouble. Kind of just basically the same thing as like a Kuna Matata. See. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yes. if you know what a Kuna Matata means, that's basically the same thing as No Wahala Wednesdays or just No Wahala, you know what I'm saying? So um, uh, when I was in Nigeria like three years ago, like I had a cousin that, you know, you, 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 you know like when people were saying that part, mm -hmm. like there were people that overused that phrase. And yeah, people that to everything. Said it when it was appropriate. Mm -hmm. He was one of the people that overused no wahala. Like sometimes it was wahala. <laughs> I'm like, bro, we're stranded. What are you talking about no wahala? I, I'm trying to go home. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> he had me low-key saying that all the time. So then when I came back, I was, but it's always been a thing. You know, mm -hmm. it's always been West African slang, but um that's what gave me the name for that specifically. Um, but I remember the instant when I uh, when I when I decided to name the party that I was talking to my homie Osagi, who was uh, actually actually Osagi. He made the print for the uh, flyers that I have because he was the main person oh, doing the flyers. So okay, that's actually a specific print to Osagi, mm -hmm. not Osaki. Now mm -hmm. you got Osaki, who's the the girl. Yeah, and you got Os Osagi, who's a guy. He's mm -hmm. both Nigerian, but. 
Uh, we were talking on FaceTime. I was like, yo, I'm like, man, I don't know what to call this, though. It was like, we were going through a whole bunch of different names, and I was like, he was like, no, it was like, no Halloween. He's like, motherfucker. Yes. That's exactly what. That's exactly the name that this shit should be. So, No Wild Wednesdays. United Tribes of Africa, the name of the umbrella name. for The, the umbrella name of the organization. Mm-hmm. And so, you said you went to Nigeria, and that's that name, No Wahala's, like, stayed with you throughout this experience. But how did the event and the actual company itself, United Tribes of Africa, come mm-hmm. about? Well, more so for the fact that, like, you know, I like... Um, about you know hip hop is very it's a very strong um genre you know it's crossed over the pop it's crossed over to like kind of like everything mm-hmm. that's being like you know uh pop pop culture knowledge and I've always listened to both you know that and you know afro beats and mm-hmm. you know growing up on high life music um having friends from both parts of the diaspora um I listen to both both types of genres so I always wondered, like, why it wasn't incorporated much. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. when I went to Nigeria, they were playing hip-hop, you know, and they were playing Afro beats. Right. And it didn't seem like there was really, like, any problem. Like, you know, damn, like, you know, I want I want to, like, put people on to this. You right. know what I'm saying? Because when I would ask, because I, I would always ask, like, sometimes I ask on Instagram, like, yo, what if we did, like, an Afro beat party? People would say, like, you know, they would be fucking with it. Um, but I didn't see why it wouldn't work. So I was like, let me see if I could create a lane. Let me see if I could create a space where both are, you know, both are respected and both are actually, like, listened to and actually, you know. Because people used to play Afrobeats to get people off the dance floor. That's yeah. true. Like, it used to be like, okay, you're going to play Top 40, and then we're going to play, like, an Afrobeat song. And, and that's when everybody would go to zip, the bar. Go to the bar. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me make it, flip it, and make it, like, which is actual facts. Afro beats and like 20% <laughs> hip hop. Mm-hmm. Which is actual facts. If you go to the event, when I personally take a break and the rest of us who be dancing all night is when the hip hop portion comes on. Right. And it's no offense to hip hop, but mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not here for that. Mm-hmm. Y'all can go ahead and twerk. Mind you, the same time I, st- I, I, um, the same time I, I was doing No Hollow Wednesdays early on, it was like we were, I was doing hip-hop parties. I do hip-hop parties, too. So mm-hmm. I was always, like, on both ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's just that I wanted to make sure that, you know, I was able to bring people, you know, more together. Because, like, a lot of – it was, was kind of weird. Like, a lot of my, like, African friends didn't know my African-American friends, and my African-American friends didn't know any of my, like, African homies. So hmm. I was like, let me see if I just merge those two. So, And in that merging, you've created a culture – at no wahala mm, i feel like it low-key created itself like i like when like you or any of you know the other people that have like been you know coming since day one they you guys kind of have you have your own vibe that you guys kind of like you're all in sync interact in a mm-hmm. certain way and i wanted to make it kind of like the you know regular stereotypical afro like african parties like nigerian parties they're very um Family oriented, mm-hmm. even though no one's family at the same time. Sometimes um, they still carry that vibe. That's why, like growing up, a lot of you know Nigerians, like it, until you really like get to a certain age, well, oh, that ain't my uncle, right? It's not my auntie. But they've been coming to like the family and, and Af- African parties. We bring our kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Kids come. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like you've already, we're already like accustomed to like parties because right. whether it be a wake keeping, a wedding, or mm-hmm. somebody just graduated or whatever occasion the party is, 
the kids are along for the ride and not like right. left at home to this, <laughs> you know. You know, I'm serious. You like, sometimes, by sometimes each other. kids don't want to come. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're mad they want to be at home or whatever, but that's just how, that's just a natural vibe with the food, uh, with the music. Mm-hmm. Um, the food was incorporated by a homie and my, and it just grew on its own. So picture this like I'm bartending. It's earlier on, and a homie, my homie Bola, he's like, you know, go 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 with this though. He's like, you should bring some food in this motherfucker, I'm which like, is food. fire every I week. Was like, I was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, bring some food. I'm like, all right, well, when you let me, you let me know mm-hmm. when you find somebody that's trying to. He's like, oh, my mom, she cooks. Like she like she like yeah, she does this. Like she caters and da da da. I'm like, word. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, shit. Ask her if she should be down. Two weeks later, we have food food in there. Um, so that that I, I was I, I, I okayed that because he had the same why as me because anybody that's on for bringing like groups together mm-hmm. it's good when you start talking to me about money and all that money yeah cool it's power but it's a tool don't let that be I feel like it don't matter what you do once you let money be the definition of whatever you do once you get the money you're gonna start falling off you start seeing people fall off when right they get the money like oh they got dough now so they not going hard like they was right because the, the mission because your why is easily exactly. taken care of exactly. but if it's about passion and people exactly you elevate exactly so that's why I was able to um that's why that worked you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so and you eat with people you start to understand people better it just brings people more better you know closer together you know yeah and i would definitely say like we feel like we're family like oba and i shout out to oba and shout out mm. somehow in the video the star of the video last week i was like okay i see you oba mm. but oba and i were talking and we were sitting here like it's like we've all become family we know each other's jobs we hang out with each other now mm. we go like she and i hike every other sunday and it's like mm. we've uh, grab we gravitate to each other we'll be like you coming all right what right. time are you going to be there because we all like we i don't know it just feels like we have that like you said that vibe right. with one another and it started i know for me when i started i wasn't dancing ali was mm. i would watch i was mm. the one in the corner wearing i remember yeah wearing heels like an idiot <laughs> wearing heels to this event and i'm like no i'm good i'm good no i'm good i'm good no i'm straight okay i'll do one song okay i'll do two songs right next thing you know it's like I come in my t-shirt and jean shorts every week because I'm ready to dance because that's what the vibe is. It's no judgment and it's not it's not about who can dance the traditional dance the best or who knows mm. what the dance that goes to this song is the best. It's about everybody just having fun and right. impa- and, and and partaking in an environment that you wouldn't necessarily found on your own i think we found you on a fluke i was on eventbrite just kind of searching oh, through got you. uh searching through parties and right. we found that and ali's big into reggae and i was like well let's try afrobeats because i don't even know what afrobeats is right, right right and then now it's like all i listen to <laughs> so even that i saw something on twitter where you were saying that a lot of your african-american friends mm. are now like hardcore Afrobeats friends, but even fans and even breaking down what Afrobeats is. Mm-hmm. Um, I know on your Insta story you did. So like, let's kind of talk about mm. the music part. Cause that's the part that everybody is connecting with. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. For, for the, first of all, like for the event, right? Like, because it's like a tastemaker and you're like putting people on to like a different, you know, genre. Um, 
the main thing to take away from it is that people will like they'll, they'll indulge and they'll, they'll indulge in the music, mm-hmm. but they'll mainly indulge in the music to kind of feel like they they, they indulge in the music to underst- get like a better understanding. Like you hear a song, right, and mm-hmm. then you go home and you listen to it in your leisure, then you realize that the, the vibe and the energy of the music is different, mm-hmm. and that's one thing to like take away from um, Afro beats is that. All of the songs have like their own different vibe. They have their own different color. Right. Like that's why it's hard sometimes for um, people who advocate for Afro beats to kind of explain it because they always say like it's a vibe. I'm like, okay, well, all music is a vibe, right? Right. So realistically, for Afro, there's Afro, there's high life first. Like what I, what my grandparents listened to mostly in, in their era was high life, mm-hmm. and that's basically like um, for Ghana and Nigeria, it's a it's a, a melodic tribal, l- melodic tribal music. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like it's like melodic. It has a lot of like, you know, a lot of um, jazz involved. It has a lot of like, you know, a very like different kind of like rhythm to it, right? Right. Um, then moving on into the the era of Fela, right? Mm-hmm. You have Afro beat. Like there's no S. Like Afro beat. Okay. And that's where that music with Fela Kuti and everyone from that time they were, you know. They were like playing with that sound. Right. Right. Now, you know, after the Fela era, you have our generation. Kinda like how like, you know, Kanye West will like sample songs. Yeah. He'll sample a song. Like it'll be an older song. He'll like mm-hmm. switch it up, make it a newer song. We got different beats that are Afro beat inspired, but it's Afro beats. With the S. What happened between Africa and the UK where that term has changed mm-hmm. to Afro beats? Some people, you know, they argue and say it may be this and maybe that, but that's what the genre is called. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Now, that's the umbrella name, right? That's the okay. So that's, that's, the, that's Afro top. Beats is the umbrella name. Now you have you have Afro reggae, you have Afro pop, you hmm, have Afro rap, okay. uh, you have Afro house, you have all of these different kinds of elements that already exist rap already exists hip-hop already exists r&b afro r&b mm-hmm. you know you have uh you know there's uh you know like I, like i said all those other genres right specific to their own these artists correspond to them so if you're listening to um listening to burner boy right mm-hmm. that's reggae dance all you know Rankin, you know mm-hmm. that that's afro reggae you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like he's a nigerian Afro reggae artist. That's the one you put me on to, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, Ebony, you know, R.I.P. Ebony. She's from Ghana. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? She's a Ghanaian, you know what I mean, Afro reggae artist. Alameda Mm -hmm. is a rapper. Okay. He's not singing. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not not just making like a song song. He's like rapping. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So I, I personally refer to him as a Nigerian Afro rapper. You know what I mean? Mm. It doesn't take anything away from the genre. It just tells you what color it is. Got so if it. If you told me that I'm going to be going to a party and they playing like hip hop, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you what kind. You would play what? Trap? Or what? Like, you know what I mean? Uh, right. Because you can now go you're to just, a party. Yeah. And Are you playing, playing West Coast? Yeah. Are you playing East you Coast? Know, just, you just right. let me know, like what cut, what kind of, what kind of energy am I walking into? Right. Like, are we playing T Grizzly? Right. Are we going to be listening to you know? I'm talking about like you know some uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar. Are we listening to some like you know J Cole? Right. You know? So that's just really what that like 
Wizkid is a pop artist. Right. He is not a Nigerian Afro pop artist. Mr. Easy, Afro pop. Davido, Afro pop. Right. You know what I'm saying? And these are all the names we know. Right. Runtown. Mm-hmm. He's an Afro. Uh, that's Afro R&B to me, to the highest degree. Okay. You know, because a lot of the people, I feel like on the in the UK spectrum, because the UK has generationally already been a thing. Like, it's been a thing. You right. Know I mean? It's just coming here. Yeah. And, like, um, out here, because, like, you know, we have, one thing we have is, like, we have a lot of different Africans from all over. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you're going to get more so of that kind of vibe all over. But Afro Beats really took off the bigger um, YouTube guy. Mm. YouTube, YouTube, I'd say, really catapulted, you know, Afrobeats to um, its popularity now because back in Nigeria, a lot of people at that time, back in like 2000, 2010, they weren't, they didn't have, you know, they don't have, no, you, they don't have uh, iTunes like that. Right. They don't indulge in Spotify like that. And at the time, I don't even really think it was really like heavy like that. You'd only know, I only would know about a song if it came out on YouTube. Mm, that's why the yeah. hits would be so heavy you know what i'm saying right so you'll go to a party out there and they're playing most of the songs off of like youtube you know what i mean right same like in same like in, in the spanish countries like whenever it's like an artist from over there right know? so that's really how things start to get and you know you got to start paying cats after a certain amount of hits right so a lot of these artists were making monies you know off of that too. way before all of this new because i was going to say with afro from the limited knowledge i have is that the internet really did catapult its presence into american culture let's say widespread american culture because mm. for you for people who are native to their ethnicities and where they come from that's nothing new but for people like me who you know, I don't know anything about Afrobeats until my exposure to this was like now you have like the dance routines, like mm. accounts like Chap Chop D- Daily, mm. where you have thousands of people who are following these videos, or you have like people like um, Childish Gambino who is incorporating mm. this stuff within their music, and now mm. you have mainstream artists mm. like Sierra just did Freak Me, mm. and then I think Drake may try. I hope not, but he's gonna try his hand at all that. Mm. Um, you have these mainstream artists who are now sampling from from this new, quote unquote new industry within American culture, right? Like, they, they, you know, they're, they're trying like they're trying to do like crossover, crossover, crossover songs, which also I feel like it, I feel like it's dope. It's happened before, mm-hmm. you know. It happened before with like you know reggaeton. It happened with reggae, reggaeton, yeah. Reggaeton, uh, dancehall, reggae, but and a lot of people sometimes they say like, oh, I don't know if it's like a hype. And a lot of people really think they really think Afrobeat is. Afrobeats is a hype, and that's the crazy part to me because you can't. I feel like Afrobeats is separate from the I, the word of hype. You can't do hype where it's internationally a pop song. Pop right. people think pop. People don't know pop means popular music. Right. That means your favorite soccer player. That's what he's li- listening to. Right. So if your favorite soccer player makes more than your favorite basketball player, hmm. who's more important? You know what I'm saying? Not right. saying money is the thing that makes you more important, but America is a small ass bubble that like, thinks you know it's I mean? a big ass. You know bubble. what I mean? There's yeah. like it's small. So, it, outside of America, Africa, Africans run the music scene, mm-hmm. like run it. You know what I mean? If artists come from like America to go do shows, like yeah, they're gonna smack it out. But once they leave, what's comfortable is Afro beats and UK rap. You know what I mean? Right. Like UK rappers and all. They're the ones that's really like going ham right now, you know? So 
I mean, it's it's catching on. There's no way it could be a hype because it was already if uh, if it was like 2011 or 12, then I would have been like, yeah, it might might be a hype. It's 2018, going on 19 right now, and it's now. only spreading. And the music's only getting better. The videos yeah. getting better. Everything. So I wanted to like really put people on to the different videos. That's why I would always put the videos in the promotion. I was mm -hmm. like, I'm gonna show people like, you know, that this is what was you know was popping. Now, mind you. In America, it's been a thing, too. It's right. been a thing already. Like, New York, killing it. Atlanta, they go ham with it. Um, D.C., go ham. But you're talking about Every areas that are central to a lot of African populations, though. Man, there's Africans everywhere, though. That's the that's thing. True. The only thing about it is, is this, as far as, you well, know, you that's why the Independence Days are kind of, like, significant, right? Oh, I because love it. when it comes down to it, you see how old a place you see how old a country is. Mm -hmm. you, it also can tell you why you don't see maybe too many people. Maybe you guys see a lot. You have to see too many. You know, mm -hmm. it's based off of like you know how many opportunities do each, how many opportunities do these places have to even like come? Because coming to America is an opportunity. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's not something that it's like easy to get. You know, it's mm -hmm. hard. Like my mom didn't get citizenship till like I was fifteen. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's not something that's like granted so long story short when it comes down to um the different the different independence days you just start to see like every culture has their own prevalent time and mm -hmm. where it was winning you know so i i, I like I, I fuck with like you know african you know uh african independence days that are, that, that are different from regular you know the Independence Days that we do know is that I felt like, you know, for American Independence Day, it's more so of a story of, like, America getting this independence from Britain. Like, mm -hmm. Britain is, like, that that ex mm -hmm. that you break up with, <laughs> and then you go to the party and you figure out, like, she dated him, him, right. him, and him, right. or he dated her, 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 and her. Uh -huh. You're like, damn, everybody had that independence from <laughs> Great Britain. Damn, Great Britain was all over this motherfucker. That's bad. You know, you you know, French you know, had his turn here and there, but mm -hmm. motherfuckers really, you know, had was leaving was like great you know, Brit Britain had his like his hand on everything. But it's like I just don't see that the American Independence Day is a representation of like black people winning at it's all. Now sure some people may argue, okay, you know, it's in America and African Americans built America. Yeah. But that argument was solely between these two cousins over there. You right. know what I'm saying? So when I see like you know about when I when I pay more attention to like the African American the uh, the African American um, diaspora in comparison to the um, the African you know plight of having Independence Days, that just looks more like a, a African win, you know, on a Pan African right. level. That's when we like, oh well. You know, you're Nigerian, you know what I mean? But you celebrating Ugandan Independence Day, you know, Eritrean Independence Day, mm -hmm. all this. I'm like, because I'm African, I don't give a fuck. I'm African in the yes. sense of, like, all of it matters. It's like a pan-African thing because mm -hmm. end of the day, putting people onto, like, African history is more so, like, a main, more so, uh, uh, has more value to me, I feel like. And that's what I was going to ask you, Ness, and this mm. starts to lead into your passion behind all of this, because mm -hmm. it's bigger than just a party or Yo, several parties. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's just what it is right now. All right. So, okay. So now you say right now, mm -hmm. without you don't have to give me your whole game plan, but what mm. do you see coming out of this? What the impact that it has currently and the impact that you're aiming for as you keep building and growing? 
Um, the impact that I, that I have for it, I'd say, is like I want to build more of I want to build more of like a, a platform for both parties to kind of be involved in each other's communities. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like there was a situation where um, let me see if I pull it up on my phone right now because it's really like a thing. Okay. So, all right, like, you know, I feel like when it comes down to, like, the um, different different communities know about different things. Different communities know about, like, different things that happen. Like, they, like a lot of, like, for example, like, in the Asian, like, you know, when we talk about, like, let's say police brutality, right? Right. Right. So... There's different things to bring awareness to, but sometimes communities are so separated, mm-hmm. different things don't hit the airways. Okay, as far as I'm like, following you, as far as you. like importance, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Not as far as importance, but as far as like how close to home is it? Mm-hmm. it? So, um, main, mainly what what um, what I also what I what I also. For example, like if something happens in the black community, sometimes the African community doesn't receive it the same way mm-hmm. because it's not, it's not like, it's not like they heard it right. Like they right. heard it, but they hear it on the global level that like everybody right. else is hearing, like right. Instagram or something. But they're not hearing it, hearing it. Like it's right. not, it's not that like a big like rocker. You know what I mean? Right. And the only reason it's a rocker in the African American community because you guys receive the same content, the same group think, the mm-hmm. same everything. So with merging these crowds, right, people are now becoming more closer. You know, like you mm-hmm. didn't know Obi over there. Now you know Obi and you and Obi are cool. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Obi didn't know, you know, my homie Jason over there. Now him and Jason are cool. You right. know what I mean? So long story short, for example, like in a, like police brutality you know, affects even the Nigerian community. Just some days ago, a Nigerian guy was tased to death. You know mm-hmm. how long you got to tase somebody to tase them to you death? You have to be you for a t- minute. They tased this guy, you know, Chinwedu. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? RIP. And that's something that just happened to the Nigerian community. You know, And I had no are, idea this happened. And, and exactly. You know, no one has any idea that that kind of stuff happened. And that's really, that's, that's, that is where I feel like when you have crowds that are merged Mm -hmm. you bring awareness to things like that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like so that's what i think could come out of um united tribes of africa eventually like politically on a on a more social on a more social stance that's that's kind of what um is a product of that you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying being more close to like each other's different news you know um, right things that happen in the community and things like and that. i will say that kind of impact has happened even now i'm recalling a conversation i had with tyler nigerian prince 23 <laughs> on instagram but his experience being nigerian and african-american and the conversations we have about because after the party we'll be outside for like an hour and a half but in that hour and a half of us being outside no, definitely do outside. <laughs> we'll be outside talking and we'll talk about culture and how different things have happened within the news or how I feel about something versus how somebody else feels like, oh, well, she's Somalian. So her her experience brings a different 
I guess her experience brings a different uh, viewpoint. And so the things that we've talked about from women and empowerment to, you know, police brutality has been a conversation, Mm -hmm. even just tradition behind Mm -hmm. like the Independence Day, Nigerian Independence Day, Mm -hmm. because Tyler's Nigerian, he was able to explain to me some of the things that have happened or when you guys did Somalia. And it's just opens up discourse beyond dance. Yeah, it opens up the conversation like this. I mean, it's crazy history around, like, Afri- African history, like, in American history, you could take, like, maybe, like, a good eight years, get, like, a master's or something, like, mm-hmm. a- American history, you know what I mean? Because it's so short, America's so young. Yeah. But, um, like, African history, you gotta, like, you gotta die twice and be reincarnated <laughs> to get everything. <laughs> you gotta be reincarnated, like... It's true. You gotta be incarnated like literally like three times or something for you to like really get the gist of it because everybody got their own history. Like you know, we did Liberian Independence Day. You know, Liberians. That's the that's the only country in Africa that was colonized by African Americans. I did not know that. That's the only country. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because that 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 like Liberia is like like America's like little like social experiment like a little project little like experiment like oh, what would happen if we actually sent black people to africa so they gave like the africans that after like slavery was sla- after slavery um they gave the african americans like a choice to stay in america and like basically hope till things get better mm-hmm. right and they become like equal right right or take your chance and just go back to this one country and see what you know, happens and um make your own thing mm. you know what i mean the people that chose to go to the country they just went on a boat straight back there right and mixed with the indigenous liberians you know and over time you know they it, it became an elite thing they 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 were known as the elites the african-american ones, mm-hmm. they were known as the elites and they kind of just like kind of conquered the whole or tried to conquer the whole, you know, country, mm-hmm. you know, and just made the Liberians <clears throat> who were living there, like, basically work underneath them. Over time, wars, you know, civil wars happened. They both sides started fighting each other, da 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 And then, you know, after that, Liberia came to be, you know, with you know with its mix. That's why their jollof rice is different than, like, Ghana or Nigeria. Everybody hates all all Africans. We hate the conversation of Jello. I wasn't. But that's when that. you, when you when you look at it, you see the African American influence in there mm. because it looks like jambalaya and Jello put together, you know, with the shrimp and the mm-hmm. everything else put in there. So everything has history to it. You know, everything has their own kind of like story, and that's one. That's the kind of conversations that I hope open up because well, of they the, have um, been. Independence Day. Because like Nigeria, Nigerians right now they're not celebrating Nigerian Independence Day. Because no one's fucking with the government. The government is just like mm. political sense. Like and it was interesting that right. even um, uh, not what is that the Instagram account that I hate. Uh, what Instagram account? Uh, Shade Room. Shade Room uh, posted about Nigeria and Independence Day. Oh, they did? Yeah. They I don't follow them either, but it happened to come up in my feed, and it oh, was really? like, it's Nigerian Independence Day. I ain't never seen anything about Africa in a Shade Room post in my life. But it was something even influenced by, again, bringing up Tyler, but you have the Shaku Shaku yeah. in 2K. Yeah. That that was that was definitely that was definitely lit to me. I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. So NBA two K has uh 
like dance celebrations and mm-hmm. uh, Tyler um was it was a Nigerian Prince 23 mm-hmm. right yeah he I guess they put sensors they put sensors all over his body or whatnot to like you know do the moves uh, incorporate into 2k or whatnot he had the celebration dance and he's the one that put the shaku shaku dance in 2019 so if you got 2019 2k go to your my player set up you know your dance mm-hmm. your celebration dance and put the shaku shaku that's a you know west african dance big up to nigeria he got that going into right did you hear the story of how that happened yeah he, he was in the he break said, room he said he was in a break room or something practicing, practicing for practicing. noah halloween and they were like yeah exactly and they were like yo what was that he's like it was the shaku shaku he's like oh well let's add that we're gonna add right, that to the good. dance Look at like, your, see, your that's just crazy that's cool that's crazy that that's is true. crazy or the influence of the team is there he said i was getting ready but that's what I tell Wahala. that's what I tell people about like the Bay Area is like that's where all tech everything is at mm-hmm. when it comes to influence. You know what I'm saying? We have this is where Twitter's from. This is where Instagram is from. Facebook this is This is where Facebook, Google, Google, hella video games get made out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ubisoft. Uh, Ubisoft, everything. So like, yeah, sure, you know, LA. It's where it's at because it has, like, you know, Hollywood and mm-hmm. it's where cameras is at. But you got to understand, like, out here you can do so much with just where, you know, just mm-hmm. where it comes from. You know what I mean? Like, you got to hit the hornets. It's like this is the this is the hornet's nest. This is where the queen bee is at. Mm-hmm. You want to get, you know, if you really want to distribute, like, really put your, like, shit. That boot up song was broken out here. Right. That shit was broken out here. Like, it was popping already maybe two years in the uk it was already popping wherever people were hearing it they knew about it right but it wasn't a thing until like 106 like broke that shit yep you know what i mean it wasn't a thing so not dissing the song it's a very dope song but i'm saying as far as awareness is concerned boom right she broke out bay area bay area be putting people on a lot of people just be sleep on it because they just you know, when you're from somewhere, you take it for granted, and that's natural. And yeah. you don't really hear too much, like, conversation of, like, specifically the Bay, unless they're talking, like, basketball or something like that. But this is true. But it's still, it's like a hidden gem. Like, like, it's like, you know, a lot of people don't know, like, you know. Yeah, so. we ta- we had a brief conversation about that because I'm yeah. from the Bay. But I had to leave to come back to recognize, like, oh. Mm-hmm. You got to go everywhere I, else. I went to Realize LA everywhere for else is boosie. Yeah, I went to LA for school. And I came <laughs> back boosie. and was like, but growing up here, you're not exposed. Like, you're kind of mm-hmm. traditionally just within your community. So yeah. your community is the Bay Area experience that you have. But as an adult, when I started discovering people like you and people like just the people I've interacted Shayla Bang and so Oakland, mm. the Oakland podcast, where it's like, oh, mm. there's a lot of dope shit out here. Yeah. There's a, and there's a lot. There's a, there's a lot of dope young creators mm-hmm. that move to the beat of their own drum, though. Yes. They're not trying to, like, replicate something. Like, other places will come here, literally. They'll come here and see what we're doing. And then take it back. Then take it wherever they go and call it something else. Mm-hmm. And you only notice that when you just start, like, looking at this shit, like, oh, okay. Right. All right. Yeah. It's all good. I mean, whatever. It's wait not till, what I did. Wait till they get a load of me. <laughs> you come down there and be like, damn, you're doing kind of like, oh, uh, do we? <laughs> 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 Their eyes get hella big when they see you. Like, <laughs> hey, what are you doing here? Exactly. You're like, oh, you didn't know? Yeah. Just no. came to check you out. Right. <laughs> yeah, just, you do it. Yeah, just, you know, hurry through the grapevine. <laughs> that, so, you know, I'm just supporting. Mm-hmm. 
that's what we do but yeah nah, but we definitely like the bear people in the bay area are definitely trendsetters for sure mm-hmm. i feel like and i definitely think you are an established trendsetter uh, you and your uh, I, I, I feel I, I'm, I, um it's inspired you know what i mean i feel like everybody it's something because i feel like because like when i was my mom and dad used to do it you know what i'm saying my mm-hmm. dad my, my dad we throw parties yeah food in there i just that's just what comfortable to me and plus right. I was hungry as fuck. I'm I'm hungry all the time. <laughs> I need to eat. Sometimes there be sometimes I used to just take a break off the. You know what I'm going like? No other one's it. Yep. Start eating. You know what I mean? I just start tearing it up. It's bad. I mean, food is bomb. I've been exposed. So I was my first Joloff experience was at Norwahala, and then I went to the Joloff Ice Festival, mm-hmm. and then was like, I I guess for me and my experience with Noahala, you know, China's at Africa has definitely opened up my mind my mind's eye to understanding more about the culture that exists within the bay in general mm. that there's way more to it than just my experience or one individual's experience we're a collective that didn't know we were standing next to each other mm-hmm. and now it's now i'm seeing like oh there's this and there's that and there's this like there's so much more to be exposed to uh, as far as like culture out here yeah culture out here mm-hmm. there's a lot to be exposed to but we only see especially for african americans where our experiences lined up in either a the upcoming gentrification or b the black neighborhoods that we known since growing up but there's more to the culture that we can be a part of than what we know that's very true yeah, and gentrification is like affecting everywhere. I feel like it's crazy. Like even outside of America, it's like it's it's real. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the best way to fight gentrification is everybody get into real estate or something. That's not that's not lie. That's actually quite true. Yeah, actually, that'd some be crazy of if like you know there was as many like realtors as there were like you know what what is there a lot of right now? And doctors and lawyers. Yeah, it'd be crazy, you know. Everybody actually, um, I'll buy. I'll buy. I'd rather buy. I'd rather buy a house from a, you know what I'm saying, a, a Bay Area vet, or somebody who's trying to do that than somebody like from Boston that I don't know or right. just met. Right, but there, like you could be, you could be black in a gender fire too, just so you know. Oh yeah, that most definitely. Not, not it's not subjective that's to not, yeah. skin color yeah. or ethnicity. But, Majority of the gender fires happen to be, be white, white, white as shit. <laughs> but, but no, it's not subjective to whiteness. No, it's not synonymous, I guess, to whiteness. Not at but, all. But it's still not enough to argue. So most of the gentrification it comes from white folks. Exactly. Yeah. Especially when you have. But we need more black realtors, man. Where y'all at? Actually, yeah, one of our co-hosts, Deja, is a black realtor. Oh, word. Yep. There shout out go. to Deja. See, hey, boom. Deja, see, boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Right, See, right just here put in somebody the on right now. Right, yeah. right in here in Richmond. She mm. is a black w- realtor. Richmond is many, man. Y'all got cops everywhere. Really? I saw hella. Oh yeah. I mean, there's uh, shortage right now, but uh, yeah, there are cops everywhere. We're having our own interesting uh, look at culture as mm, well. Mm. But uh, oh, so completely sidetracked. So, what do you have? Well, okay, so well, I'll let you talk about it. So, what do you have coming up? Mm, Are you still doing the pop up parties? Yeah, I'm doing that from time to time for sure. I'm um, called the Village. That's mm-hmm. going to be coming out soon. I just wanted to make sure I, we just 
we're just like you know getting ready for the new year and getting stuff you know situated um next week we have you know every third wednesday we're going to do um east african edition you know eritrea times ethiopia edition where we incorporate you know more of the music from that you know Mm -hmm. that part of the spectrum um uh after that (coughs) this halloween like we're not celebrating halloween but it's definitely going to be a theme night Mm -hmm. you know where i want to like i want black people to like really like come through in some like queen and like king and queen like egyptian attire right you know what i mean like to show what egypt really looked like right you know what i'm saying Stuff i thought like i was that. like i'm about so to do I the, call it the, Afri- the african gold edition mm-hmm. uh, we also have afro b coming through to kick it with us yes. he's coming straight from london you know what i'm saying like shout out to him uh because it's like our song the song that um shit joanna got broken in in uh no hollow wednesdays Really? Like, yeah, I remember when we first played that damn song, and nobody know the the verses to it because it was too new. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But we just kept hammering it, hammering it, hammering it. That along with it getting played on the radio, shout out to Big Vaughn, you know, is able to, you know, cross over out here, and people are able to, like, be more affiliated with it. And now, as far as understanding it and knowing who sings it, that's where I feel like I got to come into play. So that's what I'm working on, too, in the future. I want to bring out more artists. I want to get people more affiliated with, like, the artists that come through. Um, eventually, man, I want to throw, like, you know, an Afro beats rolling loud. I was about some to say, I big, see festivals some, some in the future. Like that, you uh, know, yeah. You know, I take, you know, baby steps. You know, oh, you me, yeah. You got to work gotta, to You got to eat an elephant one bite at a time. You exactly. Know what I mean? so. But, no, I was like, I see whole... I, festivals yeah so that's what we got that's what we got coming up uh man we're gonna have it's a lot of stuff you know but that's that's so far on the agenda that's what it is we got you know afro b on halloween and then before next week we have um uh uh, eritrean times ethiopian Uh, dj sammy sam's gonna be on that one and hector you know, there's a lot of dope DJs out here for like Afrobeats. The, the, the main, you know, who's the main one that brought Afrobeats to the bay? Like one of the first, first ones. Who? Believe it or not, DJ Fuse. Really? From Digital Underground. Yeah, he was like doing it like earlier, earlier on. I forgot which party it was, but this is like, this is like. I think even before Air Lounge days or something like that. Like he, wow. he was already like on because his his wife is on from tanzania so oh, i did not know he's that he's always had like he's always like was always close to because he used to live i think in the uk for a minute and okay that's where he got put on to like the afro beats music that was bubbling out there mm-hmm. so he was always like able to switch into into that mode <clears throat> so he him brian bringing it in and then the, you know earlier on the people that did it before me i'd say like you know dj penzi mm-hmm. definitely one g um, Hex, Hector, mm-hmm. um, Prince, DJ Slim for show, mm-hmm. um, Eche, Afropolitan, you know, a lot of a lot of cats that's you know that really been really been like pushing for Afro beats in my opinion, um, and you know me just carrying it out because I know I have a, a bunch of people who would love to hear that mm-hmm. that don't know about the events because that's how it used to be it was only be like if you're in the know then you know then you know i'm trying to change it from being the in you know to how could you not know right you know that's all i'm trying to do yeah my um, friends i have friends that i bring they 
well, how you day is over for the season. But mm. that last one, they's like, we're going right. I'm like, mm. you already know. They're like, we, you got to tell us because mm. we want to be there. And then they invite people and then they mm. invite people. And mm. it's been like, it's been an interesting experience to even watching how that has shifted, how we have had conversations about mm. culture and mm. music and right. It's just, it's overall, it's right. it, one, it's an incredible experience. If you've never been to Noahala, you need to. Uh, if you've never been, I suggest going on the 31st because mm. it's going to be Liddy. It's like, it's going to be, it's, it's amazing. Gonna be, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be really, it's going to be really like, it's going to be really like a dope experience though mm -hmm. because on a Wednesday night to give people that vibe, is little unheard of in any genre, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And just going back and forth with, you know, the different vibes is something that is not easy to do. Yeah. You know, because music is a vibe. You have to make sure you keep that same vibe the whole entire time, mm -hmm. you know. So that along with, you know, giving people like, you know, some kind of like tangible, you know, encounters. I don't see how it could be. I don't see how it could go wrong. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. Uh, I can't wait to everybody hitting that jo Joanna dance together. Oh man, that it's song is, that song is lit. He's got he's got some like he, he rec the rest of Afro B's tunes is lit. Like it's if you actually, really look yeah, at, if you look if you look his shit up, he got a lot of like lit ass songs. Like I could see him definitely like in the next like good shit. I give him like about a year and a half. Put mm -hmm. out like two more songs. He'll be he'll be lit cuz he's doing a lot of features right now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's bread bread is on it for sure. I'll definitely introduce you guys. You'll like him. He's a cool yeah, dude. Yeah, he's kind of, you know, cool I got to throw off my, but he did comment under my video. And then, then I saw him coming. I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to be right there. Yeah, cool dude. Yes, I'm so excited. So, oh, this is great. I'm so glad you finally got to come on. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, man. Shout out to everybody that be coming through dancing. Y'all be turning up. <laughs> Fuck with DJ Kwan's fucking J-Songs. You know what I'm saying? Osaki you, Bomb, Ali, you, know, you Ali, Khalid, Nasir, exactly, Tyler, Nasir, Tyler, exactly. It, be, of course, on. we texting each other before you come in. Why are you not no, coming? No, but there's a dance class coming soon too. <gasps> it's gonna be on a It's gonna be on Tuesdays. That's um gonna be hosted by Osaki. Um, the name we, we we'll let you know when it's coming out, but it's gonna it's gonna be very soon. It's gonna be at in the groove. Okay. Exactly for sure. It's going to be consistent every Tuesday. We're going to get it. Get I'm it excited. Going, so. Yep. You know get I'm ready. in there. Get ready. You already man. know I'm in there. Me and Ali going to start doing friends. our stretches now. Tell your friends. You know, tell everybody. It's going to be, uh, you know, one of them ones. We're going to turn it up. Oh, it's going to be fun as fuck. Oh, yeah. I'm What's excited. That? I'm excited. And I'm so proud of you because I've been going. I didn't realize No Wahala was older, as old as it was yeah, until recently. But we've been going till, since February. Like, I will say habitually every Wednesday. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, it's my midweek. It's mid a good week. workout. It's yeah, a good workout, This is though. my midweek pick-me-up. Yeah. This is the vibe that gets me through to, yeah. to the weekend. Mm -hmm. And, like, when I miss it, it's like I miss part of self-care. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey! As long as, as long as it's here to help. I mean, I have a blast every single time. Mm. So I just, ugh, my spirit's so full. I'm so happy. I really wanted. I had said on Instagram, but one of the things I wanted to bring to the show was multiple views of blackness and what that looks like. And again, not just a singular idea of how I live and intersecting intersecting culture. Mm. So. 
being able to do this with you mm. is smart, particularly a black man. Huh. <laughs> for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I am very grateful to have you here and to be able to speak on this. And it's, this was fun. Dope. Yeah. And I, yeah. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. As long, as long as the whole, you know, diaspora is in the building, man, it's lit. Now, diaspora some people i didn't know some people don't know like what that means it's like basically if you're it don't matter if you're brazilian it don't matter if you're cuba it doesn't matter if you you know african african mexican doesn't matter if you like filipino it don't matter whichever part of the diaspora diaspora anyone that is even a product of slavery anyone that's african descent and they're here now or there now or whatnot you're part of like Africa. That's why I named it United Tribes because Nigeria, you know, Congo, you know, Sierra Leone, all these mm-hmm. names, they don't, they're not, they're names that are like are given to, like Nigeria is not an African name. Mm. That's a name that was created by like, you know, this white woman in, in her library or something <laughs> like that. Dead ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the only names that are real are like the tribe names. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you name a place like you know the tribe like Arochuku or mm. or you know you know it's Habisha those are those are type of people you know what I mean like mm-hmm. those are the names that are names that are created by the soil you know what I mean so United Tribes not you know and you know you got United States you know what I'm saying you got United States of America mm-hmm. United you know if you bomb Oakland Atlanta is gonna like go to war New York is gonna go to war mm-hmm. but if you go and bomb like Ethiopia or something, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Nigeria ain't going to war. No, uh, 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 Liberia ain't going to war. Mm-hmm. They gonna be like, oh, that's something that just happened over, over there. Over there, that's mm-hmm. not how it should be. If there was a, let's say United, let's say Africa was like, you know what? We're gonna change up everything. We ain't doing no business with, you know, we're not doing business with the Asians. We're mm-hmm. not doing business with the Indians. Mm-hmm. We're not doing business with nobody else. You know, you gotta come in and you gotta like spend money like everybody else. No special treatment. Mm-hmm. We we trying to build. We calling the United Tribes of Africa now. It would be crazy because you're the dealing whole with a population. You know, how, like Africa is populated like so, bro. It's it's ridiculous. So if everyone kind of went under this one synchronized, like, yeah, you have your culture. You know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is what makes you unique to how you are. This is who this is who your people right. are. But on a on an essential level of like on a, even on a military like we are one nation, and, and you know what I mean. That is the mentality hmm. that America or the world does not want Africa to have. That's why the school systems are so different. Mm. Like, well, our parents like think about it. You like. If you're twenty something right now, yes. right? You let's say if you're twenty something, <laughs> thirty something, any age, any one of those age, that on average, most likely your parents were kids when Martin Luther King, when Martin Luther King was alive, mm-hmm. if not around the same age, maybe mm-hmm. or something like that, right? So that also means that they weren't taught any of that in school. They mm-hmm. weren't taught that at all. They weren't. That's why you have so many people who are like, you know. PhDs and they're African, but they don't see what what's wrong with what Trump is saying. You see what right. I'm saying? Because they don't. History is very important. You don't have a good, you know, history set, then you're not gonna have a good 
understanding of what is like socially appropriate mm. sometimes you know what i mean because right. in africa and nigeria there's no such thing as being black so they have to learn how to be black too right mm. and also also so some people are like oh yeah africans oh geez they don't really like black people I'm like no they don't understand because they don't have yeah, martin luther king ain't a household name out there fela right. kuti is mm, but okay. when fela came to america and got turned out then he went to africa and started turning up mm -hmm. you know what i mean and talking about bush talking about the bullshit that's happening in the government right so that's why in school they don't teach you in africa that kind of stuff because that's a radical that's like more of a radical talk like now because of social media and because you and you're know, always internet, exposed to it yeah someone in africa can find out history and be more intrigued about it and know that about african-american history but right. the most that they, they were getting at that time was more so um queen elizabeth or like history of the uk and stuff like that uh, so the disconnect they just you know like you know that's what that's what it, they and they you know you have them feeding into like a lot of like the the koreans and the asians in general that come out to like invest in africa because they mm -hmm. invest in it they are more they don't really they don't stand up for like human rights it's not right. human rights because they come from the same kind of system mm -hmm. so they're okay with that you right. know what i mean so it's not they're not gonna like they're gonna fund the, the the shit that's wrong in Africa, right? Right. The, the Indians, they don't stand up for human rights either because they're just okay with that. So they like the African, you know, um, you know, the politicians. They're okay with letting those investors come in because they're not gonna make make a threat. They're not gonna create mm, right. a society where people are a threat to what they're trying to do. Right. You know what I mean? Just take the money and go. They like right. people like that. But give that to someone that's homegrown, they're going to be like, nah, you stealing. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm not going to steal with you. They might, but its chances are a lot right. lot slimmer. Right, so they right. know what they're doing whenever it's like, when people see like a lot of Asians out there, it's not, that's not, that's by design because it's, they're the ones that are going to like go mm -hmm. with the flow. You see what I'm saying? But um, I mean, no, you're a fact. That's, if you, that's I don't mainly, want, just as a pop. Africa pop culture reference if you watch get out the significance of the chinese man that was a part of that crew mm. when they were auctioning off mm. the black folks and there's only one asian dude mm. and how in, in thai we always see like systemic oppression as one face mm. when it's actually many and like in in our ties to and like shoot there's some ties to like you know in uh, asia like for example like yoruba like that's i feel like some of their language translates a little bit in mm -hmm. japanese like it'll have like one, it'll have like a double meaning. Like you'll say something in Yoruba. I don't speak Yoruba, by the way, but you could say something in a Yoruba language, and it'll be like received. Some words will be received in a Japanese culture. It'll be received. It'll literally like kind of mean the same thing. And that just shows like how close knit we can be. But my main point is that if Africa really looked at itself as like on a tribal level, mm -hmm. and everybody like were was close enough to like it was a support system on a bigger level like united like government because like america is a business yeah united states of america is literally a business name it's a business it's mm -hmm. not a it's literally like everything that if it doesn't make sense business-wise it won't make sense like racism that's a, bu a that's, business it makes money so mm -hmm. it's gonna be incorporated right however way they can do it right so it's a business yeah I, africa i don't think that's a business that's 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 a that's a place that's 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 moving like figuring it out still mm -hmm. trying to figure it out but it's not it's not a business so if we we're gonna make it like that we have to all be on the same forefront and literally like trip out like it you know go crazy you know that 
See, this is why I wanted you on. I learned so much today. Like, I just, like, let them talk because I have nothing. Jeff, you're a wealth of knowledge. Hmm? Sometimes. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when, I, when I'm not loaded, I smoke <laughs> a lot. That's totally fine. But right now, you are a wealth of knowledge. I learned a lot from you, especially in helping me produce this show. It's helped, again, seeing culture exactly. and expanding on culture beyond my own individual experience. Mm. So I appreciate you coming on. So tell the people just to like wrap this up where mm. they can find you online and United mm. Tribes of Africa and all that stuff. Shout out your handles. Uh, okay. So we'll start with United Tribes. United Tribes of Africa, you can find that on Instagram for now. Working on a website. It's coming soon. Um, Instagram, the handle is United Tribes of underscore africa right and i'm flygerian jeff that's f-l-y-g-e-r-i-a-n jeff um on instagram as well so yeah most of most of our promotions are definitely um from instagram and you know other other you know outlets but mainly you could catch us at parliament every wednesday night every motherfucking wednesday 10 o'clock Ladies free RSVP, um, yeah man, pull up. It's lit. We got food, we have music, we have vibes. It goes crazy. So definitely come with an open ear and open mind, cause we all kind of like vibe on the same frequency. It's lit. Facts, 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 facts. And all his tickets for all his events can be found on Eventbrite as well. Oh, shout out to my homie Clef, man. Hey, big Clef in this motherfucker. He was telling me he's, he's, he's he just mentioned Afro trap. We have Afro trap too, you know. Now I'm just looking at I'm just looking. Oh, at you're looking at the I'm comments. He's he on his live Afro trap as well. Um, and then as for the Black Magic podcast, you can find us. That's B L C K M G C podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, let me think. I don't think we have any announcements right now. Our team will be back together in a week. Slick. Yeah. Shout out to Maya. She's going to the DR. So have fun out there, boo and Deja. I see you out here working, girl. Sell these houses. And as for me, you guys will can find me on Wednesdays at No Hollow Wednesday. I didn't go this week, but I'm back next week. So I was like, damn it, I know I should have went. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I know I should. I was in bed looking at the Insta story, like, God damn it, I know I should have went. So I'm back in there next week, Wednesday. And yeah, so thank you, Jeff, for coming through. I appreciate you. It is lit. It is lit. Anytime. Let me know. I got I gotta come back, you know, when I'm not hungover. Oh, you're totally fine. (laughs) I'm slightly high, so this is a a chill ass episode, but we'll do it again, especially because I wanna do um a round table discussion. Okay. A black box series soon, so okay. look I'll out for lit. that. I'm in these media streets. I'll be lit. Yep. Can't yep. wait. Yes, yes, yes. All right, y'all. And on that note, we will holla at you next week. Bye. Hey.